If you're enjoying this episode, check out Fearless Fridays with Marianne, the podcast to help you transform past pain into present power so that you can heal your inner child and reshape your future. I am your host, Marianne Rivera-Danert in Rochester, New York. My mission is to see women worldwide live a free, fearless, and fabulous life. Subscribe to Fearless Fridays with Marianne on the Jazzcast Pros Network, available right here on your favorite podcast player. And remember, you are a priority and you matter. Jazzcast Pros. So today is all about says who. Who? Right. You're going to learn four questions to ask and answer to get to the bottom of who's driving your decision making. We talk about they all the time. They said this, they said that, I do this because, well, I was raised to fill in the blank. But those things aren't always productive and useful to you as you're managing your relationships, as you're managing your day-to-day life. So today we're answering four questions that you're going to be able to take and use on your journey to figure out if how you're doing things is the best way for you to do those things. Welcome to Healthy Illness Podcast on the Jazzcast Pros Network. I am your host, Coach Kelly Marie, and Healthy Illness Podcast is the podcast helping you build and create long-lasting, healthier relationships while living with mental health conditions. So like, subscribe, and share. Do all of the things. Let your favorite person know that you are listening to Healthy Illness Podcast. So I'm going to start with a story, a story that I heard a friend of mine tell, and I've been telling it ever since. So shout out to Rita Hubbard Robinson and this story about family. Um, It's holiday season. So a woman is making family dinner for the first time. And the reins have been passed down from grandmother to mother to the daughter. So the daughter is making family dinner for the first time for everyone. She's got all the seasonings, got all the meats, all the sides. She's ready to go. She's getting ready to make the roast. She seasons up the roast and she does it just the way her mom taught her, just the way her grandmother taught her. And she gets ready to cut the roast in half and put it in the pot. And she's wondering, like, am I doing this right? It's always cut in half. I want to make sure the seasonings aren't here good. Let me just check with mom to see if this is how I I should go about this thing. So she calls her mom. Mom, I'm making the roast. I'm just wondering why, you know, we cut it in half. Um, I, I did the seasonings like you told me to, but I just, you know, uh, why are we cutting it in half? She says, you know, honey, I don't know. Call your grandma. That's how she taught me how to make it. So she calls her grandmother. You know, grandma, I'm making dinner. It's going to be good. Making it just like you taught me. Cut the roast in half. Everything's all seasoned up. But I'm just wondering, why am I cutting the roast in half? And the grandma says, oh, baby, listen. The pot wasn't big enough when your mother was a baby. And so I had to cut the roast in half so it would fit in the pot. We just didn't have a pot that was big enough. So all these decades of pot roast making and cutting this roast in half boiled down to the grandmother not having a big enough pot. There were no other reasons. It wasn't an issue of of safety and making sure the meat was done on the inside or you know, seasoning, making sure all the meat got all the seasonings. It was simply out of necessity. They cut the roast in half because it didn't fit in the pot. So what are the things that you're doing today, I'm doing today, that we do because that's how we were taught and taught out of necessity or just not knowing another way to do things? 
And so what I've learned in this walk with the tools and mental health and wellness is to ask myself some key questions, right? So in the last episode, I talked about uh, using the tools to address anxiety and bike riding. And I had a great bike ride with my friend, Brittany. And I think revisiting that mindset, how I got to the place of asking myself, how can I do this differently and how that applies to other things. So for me, it was the bike ride last week, but how does that apply to all of the things? If you have been listening for a while, you might remember dirty dishes and wardrobe malfunctions back episode 60. And then episode 64 was a depression life hack that I shared about cleaning my room and folding clothes while I was in the bed and what that means. So, so often we do things because that's how we've been taught to do them, or that's what we've seen. We've seen it in media. We've seen it on television. Social media shows us all the ways in which we're supposed to be living, right? But how should we really be living? Oh, you know what? This came up again when I had my back surgery and talking to my mom about her needing to be here with me for my surgery. Who says you have to do things a certain way? And who says it's wrong if you decide there's a better way or another way that you want to do the things? And so the four questions that you can now use, this is a tool. These four questions are your says who tool. First thing, who said I have to do it this way? It could be whatever you want it to be about. Is it about the dishes? Is it about raising kids? Is it about painting a room? Is it about uh, how you handle a certain relationship issue? Who says, who said that you have to do it this way? That's question number one. Question number two, why am I doing it this way? So once you know who said it, why are you doing it that way? It's important to know the whys. So you have, who said I have to do it this way? Number two, why am I doing it this way? Number three, how can I do this in a way that's best for me? Starting to get good. So how can you redo this thing, whatever it may be, so that you're doing it in a way that's best for you? Fourth question is a conclusion. Let's check and see how things went. So question number four is, is this new way better or can I think of another way to do it? And then, I mean, you go through the process of figuring out another way to do the thing. So if we think about an issue in life, you know, something basic. So an issue I run into often, again, is folding my clothes. I hear other people have the same issue. You know, if you're sleeping in the bed by yourself, like you have a whole half a bed over there that could be used for clean clothes storage. But eventually, you may run out of space. So uh, you got to fold them up, right? You see videos of um, people or, or like TV shows and people have, they're sitting on a couch and then maybe the basket's on the floor or someone's standing at a table and, the, you know, clean clothes are, you know, on the basket on the table or, you know, maybe they have a laundry room and that's where all the laundry gets done, including the folding of the clothes. So there's ways in which to, to go about that process. I mean, it, there's a dry cleaner and cleaning agencies they will come pick up your clothes and bring them back clean. So there are are more than one way, right? There's more than one way to fold the clothes. 
If you're enjoying this episode, check out High Vibe Table Talks, where we start to remove mental barriers and take action now so you can achieve your someday desires. I'm your host, Mershawn Hargrave, and if you've ever heard that little voice inside to go after something, but the fear around the unknown felt too big, this is the podcast for you. Listen and subscribe to High Vibe Table Talks on the Jazzcast Pros Network with the podcast listener you're using right now, because it is high time you activated your high vibes. So using the pot roast story, let's go through these four questions and figure out how the daughter is going to make this new dinner. So who said that she had to make the roast this way, right? She called her mom. Mom said, call grandma. And grandma was the originator of the pot roast recipe. So when you think about it, you may see folks online doing something on social, these wild chefs out there breaking boundaries in good ways and not. But when it comes to family, right, and the impact of family and those that we love, when that thing is attached to someone that we respect or someone that we have deep feelings for, it's a a little bit difficult to begin to challenge how this thing is being done. And so I want to acknowledge that, right? To to be able to go through these steps and ask these questions may not be easy, and that's okay. It's all about the process. And you may decide at the end of this that you're still going to do it the way they said, and that's okay too. But it's understanding the, the, the who's, the how's, the why's of a thing and deciding if that's the way that you want to continue to do that thing. So we're talking about the pot roast, right? Who said it had to be done this way? the grandma. And you could tell from the story that there appears to be like a great relationship there throughout the generations. Family mealtime, especially around the holidays, is a big deal, right? And so you want to get it right. How many times has someone said, oh, this does not taste like my mom's fill in the blank? Or auntie so-and-so would, you know, roll over in their grave if they had to taste cousin's potato salad. And so when it comes to food, family, and get-togethers, that could be touchy. That could be touchy. So who said, and why am I doing it this way? So again, when you look at the why piece of it, it's because it was grandma's recipe. This is how grandma did it. It could be a a social media influencer. This is how they did it. You might look at these questions and be like, I'm going to do it this way because this way Kelly did it. Right. But why am I doing it this way? Because once you begin to identify the why, it may be easier to be able to then look at some alternatives. Because if it's, uh, well, I don't know why I'm doing it. It came from so-and-so, but I don't know why I'm, I'm doing it the way that they did it, right? Is there some respect there? Was it easy to get it done? That's for you to, to go through and figure out that answer. So who said it? Grandma. Why? Because it's a tradition. This is how it's always been done, right? How can I do this in a way that's best for me? So let me go back to the why, right? Why am I doing it this way? I may be doing it this way for a reason that's not the same as the original reason why it was done. Think about our story. The grandma did it out of necessity. The granddaughter did it. We'll find out, right? How is she going to do it? Does she cut it? Does she not cut it? Right? So that really is our third question. So she's doing it and questioning it, though, because grandma did it and Why is she going to do it? Because that's how grandma made it. Or maybe she doesn't do it that way, right? Because she's got a pot that fits the whole roast, right? And so 
right there, she may be done. But the mind, you know, it it could do some some funky things on you. So how could I do this in a way that's best for me? Question three. In this case, using a pot roast, let's say she decides to just leave the roast in one chunk, put the meat in the pot, put it in the oven. It comes out. Is this the best way? Did this way work? Is there a better way? Maybe you put it in the instant pot. Don't yell at me. Don't, I'm, don't, don't come for me because I said that. I'm just using that as an example. Perhaps a better way may be putting it in the instant pot. I know I put my oxtails in the instant pot. I'm not Caribbean, so I could do that. <laughs> but if you're Caribbean, you might not want to put your oxtails in the instant pot. But anyways, I digress. Is this new way better or can I think of another way to do it? And so in this case, the mind being the mind, she might break into that pot roast and it is seasoned to perfection, but something's just not right. Ah, she can't place it. It's really good, but something's just not right. She may need to cut it in order to appease her sense of like fulfilling the, the origins of this recipe. And maybe that then becomes something that she passes on to others, right? My grandmother made it this way. She cut it in half because of um, not having a pot that's large enough. I'm blessed with the ability to put it in one pot, but cutting it in half pays homage to all that she is and all that she went through and struggled through to, to, to for me to be here today, right? And, and that's okay too. There's no wrong answer here. It's about going through the thought process and what works best for you. So do you cut the roast? Do you leave the roast? Do you say, well, if I'm not going to cut the roast, I'm not going to make roast at all. I'm going to make something totally different. Who says you have to have roast at this family dinner? Now, maybe no one will come to the dinner if you don't make the roast. And if that's your goal, perhaps you won there too. (laughs) But I hope you kind of see where this is going, right? Again, no right answer because your answer is your answer. What works for me and the answers I come up with, you might never fold your clothes in the bed. You might never let your dishes soak in water overnight, right? You might be like, Kelly, you're doing too much. Wash the dishes. That's okay, right? Because that doesn't work for you. So what works for you? You have the four questions. Who said I have to do it this way? Why am I doing it this way? How can I do this in a way that's best for me? And is this new way better? Or can I think of another way to do it? You have your four questions. I would love to know what you use these four questions on to evaluate and decide who said. And once you know who said, you're going to keep doing it the way they said. If it works, why not? If it doesn't work, perhaps you can find a new way. Greetings, everyone. My name is Ra. Yes, I am the host of Father Torch. I would like to take this time to invite you in my discussions on very, very important topics of being a black and brown father in today's society. Being a parent, the other parent, we face trials and tribulations too. We have worries, we have feelings. Here at Father Torch, we promote the advocacy of being the dad you wish you had. Join me at fathertorch.com. So if you are in need of um, someone to talk to, you're looking for a therapist, dial 211 or go to 211 in your uh, browser. 
Um, you can ask for like local groups that meet online support. So two in one is a local, it's nationwide in the US, but it's locally based. So if you dial two on one where you are, you're gonna get your local two on one folks. If you go to two on one online, you're gonna put in your zip code or town or city and you'll get local resources. But if you're in crisis and you need someone to talk to, please dial 988. 988. Now, 988, that is a national uh, crisis lifeline. Someone is there 24 hours a day, seven days a week to talk to you. If you are with someone who is in crisis, you can call and they'll help you help that person as well. Um, save it in your phone. You don't know when you'll need that service, but it's there. And the more we talk about mental health, the more we talk about self-care and ways to be healthy, the more we challenge the things that we've been told we have to do a certain way, um, the better off we all will be. So until the next time, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being the light. And go out on a bike ride. Or not, you know, <laughs> do what works best you. Thank you for listening to Healthy Illness Podcast, the podcast helping you build better relationships while living with a mental health condition. I'm a part of the Jazz Cast Pros Network, so check out the other podcasts on the network. Some incredible folks are doing some great things right on Jazz Cast Pros Network. Like, subscribe, and share. And until the next time, be the light.